It's time to redefine and align to the badass leader and mother you really are. I'm your host, Nicole Weston. I have been coaching moms for the last decade on aligning to what they truly desire so they can be present with their family, create the most successful business, all while having it all. We're gonna be talking to moms all around the world who are diving into what does it mean to take care of myself? What does it mean to redefine motherhood so I can live it on my terms, so I can have it all? It's time to rise, and here's the thing, we can't do it alone. Join us as we have some of the most important conversations about how moms are taking their pain and turning it into their purpose. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode on Redefine and Align. I'm your host, Nicole Weston, and if you are new here, welcome. If you are joining us again, thank you so much for coming back and for staying connected. I want you to know just how truly grateful I am that you choose to listen, that you choose to connect and be a part of this community. It absolutely means the world to me. I have some really exciting news. I recently was featured in a Moms Unleashed Summit, and you can sign up and register for free to watch my interview. I actually had so much fun with Sharon. Uh, We talked all things self-love, being a mom, being a mom in business, and how we truly you know, take care of ourselves. And so I had a lot of fun during this interview. I've watched it a few times myself. And there are seven other experts involved in this summit. So this summit was all designed to empower you towards rejuvenating your self-care. I'm honored to be one of the speakers um, that I was selected by Sharon. She's the founder and the host of the Moms Unleashed Summit. So it did launch on Wednesday, March 9th, and you can register at the link in my uh, show notes there, and you can register for free. This event is for moms of all stages in their motherhood journey, and it's all about looking at how can we balance caring for ourselves um, while also, you know, living our life and, you know, finding that lasting rejuvenation. There are some incredible experts. I've been watching the interviews and seeing the experts show up in my inbox every day. So if you want more ways and how you can take care of yourself, definitely sign up for this self-care toolkit. It's a great opportunity for, like I said, every phase. And if you have any questions, you can also just send me a DM or yeah, send me an email. So I will make sure to post the link down below in the show notes. You can sign up for free. Let's get into this. There has been a lot of change for me, okay? If you don't know, um, because you're new here, 2021 and 2022 have been a ever-evolving journey. I mean, I think every day is, regardless of what's going on in our life, I remember January 2021 happening and thinking to myself, wow, I just completed a nine-year cycle. Uh, Nine years ago, I had ventured into the world of neuroscience, law of attraction, manifestation, quantum healing, quantum magic, okay? I had no idea 
that in October 2012, that I was making a decision that would radically transform my life. I had no idea the capacity in which I was, you know, in which that decision was going to have on my life. I had no idea. And the truth is we actually never know the impact of our decisions. Oh my gosh, I could go so many places with today, but I'm going to stay with what my intention was, was to really take you through my journey of self-love and why I'm finding self-love to be to be what I'm coming back to. <laughs> I could cry already and we're only like two minutes in. Self-love through all of the things is always what I come back to. And so today's episode is really going to invite you to welcome self-love into your life, whichever stage, phase, or season you are in, how to incorporate self-love, how to create that foundation even in the darkest of times. So I feel like today's episode for me is kind of like a a declaration. It is a, I'm, I'm ready to do things differently. And I have spent the last two years since the um, pandemic hit growing and evolving. And I expanded so much. I experienced life from so many different angles. Um, we grew in our family. We evolved in our family. We got back to the basics of what it means to live a simple and joyful life. And that was all because we were kind of like forced to, but also motherhood had done that to me. Also, <laughs> not done it to me, but had invited me in to live a more simple and slow paced life. And as a business owner, I had one of my most incredible years of business in 2020. And I mean that from all angles, like mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And I have spent 2021, or I had spent 2021 looking at how can I replicate, duplicate? How can I help more, serve more, earn more? You know, as an entrepreneur typically will think. So I expanded. And I remember January 2021 planning how this year or how that year was going to be my best yet how it was going to transcend me, how it was going to expand our family, how we were going to reach our dreams, our goals. I remember going to the bank in on April 30th to pay a lot of taxes and so grateful that I that I could pay the taxes. And I remember getting so excited that May 2021 was going to be the second launch of one of the most powerful programs I've ever facilitated, designed, and offered. And then I got a phone call on May 3rd that my mom had died. And everything stopped, as it should. Looking back, everything stopped. My belief in myself, my, yeah, my belief in myself, uh, my confidence, my abilities to dream really, really, really big, everything stopped. I immediately, without having an opportunity to think, uh, my unconscious mind, the 90% of me, my inner child was cracked wide open. And everything I had learned, the nine years leading up to this moment, 
cracked me wide open. It created so much fragility in my being that I questioned everything. Rightly so. It was a traumatic experience. There was no, she was sick. There was no, we, you know, we're waiting for the moment that she's going to pass. There was no heads up. And listen, if you had a heads up and you have a friend or loved one, partner, uh, parent who is sick, it doesn't make their passing any easier. What I have learned is that it's another layer of trauma that someone who has experienced a traumatic, unexpected sudden loss will experience. But someone who is grieving a parent who is sick is still going to experience a sudden loss. So it's just different layers of complex trauma that I guess what I'm saying is uh, there's no need to compare our suffering at all. Your suffering is important to you. Your experiences are important to you, as are mine. Today's episode is this coming back to what my purpose is. (laughs) I feel like I am declaring to the universe in this podcast with you today. I am like so ready to come back to myself and so ready to be who I have always been. I'm ready to get back to the basics in which I believe in. You see, I went on a journey to expand and to evolve and to really see what I was capable of. And all of that came to a halt the moment she transitioned from this earth to the other side. And I was right back to the most vulnerable place I've ever been in my life that I can actually remember. There was a lot on the line. I'm a mother, I'm a partner, and I'm a business owner. I am a daughter, I am a sister, I am a cousin, I am a friend. And I remember in those early moments, everything was black. It was like the future just didn't, the future didn't exist. It was moment, it was second from second to second to second. It was like, okay, what am I doing in this second right now? And I was surrounded by support. It was like everyone, the angels were around me, like real life human angels were around me. And looking back, I recognize that every single thing I ever did was to help me prepare me for that moment. And that may sound really weird, but it's like the inner work that I was doing, the healing work that I had done, the supports, the people, the mentors, the best friends, everything that I nurtured and cultivated and worked on from 2012 until that moment was there to catch me when I fell. (laughs) In reflection, I can look back and go, you know, either none of it worked or it all worked. Either quantum healing is exactly what we all desire, need to evolve, or that it's all bullshit. And I don't call bullshit. So the only other option is that it's miracle work. I get glimpses throughout my day. And like visions of like 
if I hadn't made that choice in 2012, if I didn't choose me in 2012, where would I be today? Who would be here with me? In 2012, I met so many angels in my life and I look at them now and I go, I wonder, I wonder if it was my mom that put all of those people in my life, that brought all the people in my life who I have with me today for that exact moment. These are the things I think about. So today's episode, if you haven't (laughs) yet, if I haven't yet connected the dots, today it is this declaration that self-love really is the essence of it all. Self-love is the permission. Self-love is how we evolve. When I became a mother in 2018, I rejected everything. I was like, oh my God, who am I? What's my identity? Who am I becoming? (laughs) You know, it was like, it was instant. The moment they broke my water, I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. (laughs) The interesting part is like in 2018, when my identity completely transformed and kind of like, just was like, whew, okay, evolve, evolution engaged, you know, it was like, I remember just kind of going, I have no idea what comes next. And I had a bundle of joy. And then in 2021, when it happened, what had happened was another like, wipeout, like, evolution engaged. And I have a bundle of joy. And within the losing of myself, I have come back to myself. I actually kind of see myself as this like slingshot that like went really, really far and expanded and in the same moment was trying to be someone else. And the thing is, you can only be someone else for so long before burning out. And I think that I needed all of those experiences to bring me back to now, which is like the roots of who I am and who I've always been. Self-love saved me. And not in the toxic positivity, gaslighting way. Self-love is the relationship that I cultivate with myself in the darkest, heaviest, most heaviest moments. That's what self-love is. Self-love is like meeting yourself in the darkness and saying you're worthy of being here. And it's okay, I got you. Self-love is losing yourself, not knowing who you are, not knowing what's coming and saying I got you. You see, I went to France. I got to go there because I was part of an organization that was a global, it had Sisters of the Good Shepherd everywhere, um, 72 countries, and I applied and I got to go. And so it was a pilgrimage for 10 days and I had never been to Europe um, before. Little did I know that that trip was going to influence so much of my very life now. In the last few months, I have literally lost myself in the grief, in life, 
in who I am and who am I becoming? Who am I? What is my business? Who am I helping? How do I do this? How do I carry the pain and the joy of life? Which ultimately we are all doing at any given point. So it then called me forward to kind of go, so what is it that you desire and what are you doing about it? And after a lot of past life regressions and quantum healing, it started to get more and more clear and my pilgrimage to Angers, France started to really come forward. And I got to say, I haven't ever felt this clear For me, it feels like one of those moments like in 2012 when my mentor said to me, you know, he's asking me, do you want to go forward with the seven-day training? And I was like, well, I don't know, you know, I'm a social worker. Um, I've never really thought about having a business before. Gosh, it was a triumph that I went to university and I have a job, like a career, like this is just... This is not part of my family's generation. And he's like, well, there's no plan B. It's just, you know, one option. And I went for it. I didn't just kind of go fluffy on it. I was like, yeah, you're right. In two days, my life had transformed so much, I felt things I hadn't felt in my life. And all of a sudden, it was like this flame was ignited inside of my soul. And I was called and you can't just like put the phone down or else you're just going to keep hearing it ring. So I was called forward. And it's been in the last three weeks, literally of this year, that things have become so clear for me that I'm coming back to the roots. And it honestly feels really scary and also like permission. And when I think about the group and the program becoming, when I think back to when I first became a mother and it was at nine months postpartum when I finally was like, okay, we need a session. And I did a session and I remember hearing the words like, who you are becoming, I I dropped to my knees and I was like, holy F, thank you. So becoming for me represents permission to evolve. And when I think back over the last two years, this two-year container of like pandemic life, it has kind of felt like a vortex of many, many things. I was at the peak, you know, most impact most sales I have ever earned in my business most present we had ever been in our family and what were we doing every day we were spending more time in nature and together than anything and I believe 2022 for me is this like merging the essence of 2021 and the essence of 2020, the absolute darkness that 2021 brought upon me and my family, and the absolute joys of 2020. 
I feel like the only option, and and I don't mean this in a weird way, but like the most empowering choice is to merge it and to continue moving. And I don't want you to hear any of that as if I didn't just endure 10 months of absolute pain. Because self-love is the most unsexiest thing in the world. And I think there's this like expectation or yeah, like what we only, what we see is just love and light and positivity. And it is like the furthest thing from that. And so I think I've been on a journey to come to this place right now in the here and now. If anything were to change, if you hear this right now, my mission in this world is to help you align the manifestation practices with authentic self-love. Help you to integrate the power of manifestation, the power of quantum healing and magic, and authentic self-love. Not toxic positivity, not gaslighting ourselves, not giving our power away to the universe because the universe knows better. No. No, 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 no. You know best. It is about that whole integration of both because one thing is for sure. We have the choice every moment to stay in our power or give it away. And that can get lost in translation because number one, you are a human first. You have had human experiences that have involved trauma and pain, that have um, involved injustices, violence, abuse, and to just trust that the universe makes everything happen for a reason is such a dangerous concept without the foundation of self-love. So in saying all of this, yeah, I love quantum work. I love the universe. I love energy. And that stuff comes after you have a solid foundation of your human lived experiences that you have the foundation, the framework to love yourself through the darkness. You see, it was in France where we got to learn about Mary, St. Mary Euphrasia, a little woman. She was like four, nine. She had a mission to help mothers and their children. And she founded the mother house. And back in the 1800s, women needed permission to attend school. And I may get some of these details wrong because life. Every day she would have to write the Pope a letter to ask if these women could attend school. And the mother house was a place, it was a home for mothers and their children. And she would have to wait, like, like, think about this 1800s, like, you'd have to wait a long time for mail to show up. And she was like, okay, like, this isn't working, right? Like, no, thank you. I, I don't need permission. 
I know that this is essential and I want this for the women, for their children, for the future. Like these women deserve this. So she got to it. She hired an architect, an engineer, and they created and dug out brick by brick, shovel by shovel, a tunnel from the mother house to the schoolhouse. So every day, the women could walk through the tunnel to get to the other side, to get their education, and then at the end of the school day, they would walk back through the tunnel, back to the mother house where they were safe and loved and their children were being cared for. This story represents an abundance of truths and what I come back to was that tunnel represents strength and resiliency and permission to think outside the box, to stay focused on what you believe in and also go through adversity. And then when you actually walk through the tunnel as I did, it is dark. It is really dark. I remember every moment as if it were right now. And there are these little twinkle lights, like little candles along the way, but for the most part, it is dark. And if you've never walked through that tunnel before, you don't know what's coming. So how do you even take a step forward? You ask for help. So within this travel through the tunnel, we had guides with us. And you see, those guides had been there before. They knew where the tunnel turned. They knew where the holes were. They knew because they had been to the other side. On the journey through the tunnel, I felt supported and guided. And it was in that Within all of those feelings, I could feel the fear and still trust. And when we got to the other side and we saw the light, it was like, okay, I can do this. And then we walked back through and there was a sense of familiar familiarity. Oh boy, I don't know if I said that properly. And we got through the other side, but it was dark all of the time. And inside that tunnel, I recognized that no matter what, I have love inside of me, that I can trust myself, that I can ask for help no matter what. I can take one step at a time. It is within that darkness that we find our strength. And the thing that I have learned after almost a decade of working with the most incredible beings is that along our journey at some point, asking for help is the most important act of self-love. Receiving that help is the most important act of self-love. Knowing you are worthy and deserving of receiving this help is the grandest gift of self-love. My work 
influences every everything. And I can only guide when you believe that you are worthy of receiving this help. One step at a time, it comes down to how we show up and treat ourselves in the darkest of moments. And I will, every day of my life, every day of my life, advocate for that. Every day of my life, that's what I will advocate for. So if you are still here listening, if you've come back because life, for me, it is about the ability to love ourselves within our suffering and within our pain. Because the only peace that got me through this devastating, traumatic time has been I am allowed to be in pain. I can know suffering and I can still take care of myself. That's it. This is what I invite you to do. I invite you to acknowledge where you're at in your day, in your life. No matter how hard, no matter how light that you recognize just how loved you are. And the muscle that we must practice is receiving help, helping ourselves and loving ourselves through the darkest of times. That's the magic in my opinion. I'd love to hear from you. You know, I share these because every week I see people listening and that creates a fire inside of me to keep on sharing, to keep on connecting. So if you're here and you've been here for a while, things are changing and I'm excited. But what I do know is that it's going to happen one step at a time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so much love to you. Thank you so much for listening. I want to hear from you. What did you love about today's podcast? What are you feeling inspired to do differently? Find us on Facebook at Redefining Motherhood and tell us all about it. You can also follow along on Instagram at the Nicole Weston. Here's the thing. We were never meant to do this alone, and it is time to redefine motherhood and live it on our terms. I believe we can have it all, and I believe in order to do that, we've got to do it differently. Follow along and let us know. Be sure to subscribe. We drop a new episode every Wednesday.